Hello, it is a beautiful day in the kingdom. Welcome to Spiritual Milk. My name is Devon Carter, company with the amazing Nicole Dominguez, here to edify and grow in fellowship together through our walk with Christ, either in infancy to maturity. Today, we have an amazing and fun episode called New Spirit, Who Dis? <laughs> New Spirit, Who Dis? We gotta, we gotta spice it up. We gotta be fun with it, right? Because it is fun. It gets to be fun um, when we know what it all entails and the beauty that comes from it. And when we get to be like childlike, I think I think that's a really important part. It's obviously being edified and grow mature in the spirit, but also remain really humble and childlike when it comes to our heavenly Father. So. Anyway, who sp- new spirit, who dis? And we're going to be talking about spirit and what that means. And the basis of this episode is really going to be around the story of Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee. For those who don't know who a Pharisee was, there were just really higher ranking priests or masters or teachers in terms of the word of God. And we are going to look at John 3. And I'm going to ask Devon to read it because he has the nice reading voice for us to just hear out this couple, this few verses where Jesus talks about being born of the spirit. And this is really going to be the foundation for for the episode today. All right, John 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except the man be born again, he cannot see this kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except the man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye are born again. That was verses 1 through 7. Amen. 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 So, to be born again in spirit and what that means. So, what comes up for you, Devon, as as you read this this scripture? Upon reading this, you, like you mentioned, Nicole Nicodemus, this high-ranking Pharisee, this scholar of the word, who is seeking Jesus here. He's approaching Jesus, um, and in this time, he's wondering, like, 
I've seen and heard of all these miraculous things that you're doing. There's no way anyone can do this if they're not someone from God. So he's so curious. His entire world is shifting and shaking because this is someone they've read and known about, but it's becoming so real in their face that he doesn't know how to react or respond correctly. So Jesus is just telling him very bluntly and very straight that to enter into the kingdom of heaven, to receive and be in this position that he is inviting everyone into is of spirit. And so when Nicodemus just hears that, it's just like, what, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, you got to be born again. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you want me to be born again in the womb? Like, how does that even work? And he's like, no, no, no. What is a flesh is a flesh. But what is of spirit is spirit, meaning that to enter into this kingdom, to enter into this space takes a renewal, a whole new dimension. We're a three-dimensional being, being spirit, soul, and body. And to enter into this space is a spiritual birthing of a new creation, something mm-hmm. that is brand new, that is not of the flesh, of the body any longer, but you're entering into this new space. And so Jesus, again, just says that, um, don't, so don't fixate on what I said other than that you have to be reborn here. So just, again, like what's coming up is knowing that to enter into this next stage, and I think about any stage that you go into, it's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody personally who remembers what it's like being born, but I could, I can imagine it wasn't that fun. It was a totally whole new experience. You were for first immersed into water, and now you are just out in the world and there are people staring at you. You're like, mm-hmm. ah, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, there is that aspect, but on such a deeper and more richer and intimate level uh, when we are going through it spiritually. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, to you without being born from above. And when I hear this newness part of it, it's, more of like a new space. You die to be born again. You die to the flesh. You die to what you've always known to be born anew into who you have always been. And the spirit of God is omnipresent. The spirit of God is connected with our spirit not our soul or not our, it could be to our soul and our body, but before we come into Christ, you know, the spirit is already there. That vessel is already there. So when he says you must be born from the spirit, it's really a a deep death to everything you knew. So you can be born again into the newness of something that was already there. And another thing that, that is so beautiful about this scripture is that this master, this knowledge, this knowledgeable person, this expert came to him in the dark. It was in the darkness. And who are we before we go into Christ? Before we come to Christ, we are in darkness. And in him, we find that new life, that new spirit. And again, that new spirit for me is going back to who, what was 
always there. But with our sin and with our flesh and with our experience and our bloodlines and all the all the beautiful gems that we have as human beings kept us away from truly accessing that. And that's why we have to access that again from the above. And how do we access that birth from the above through Jesus Christ? So I love that scripture. I love that story because he really just humbles down Nicodemus and it's, you're supposed to know about this stuff, but here, 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 here's that deeper answer. So maybe you can grasp it a little bit more. Let's get out of this carnal, I know it all mindset and just let's really humble down to the spirit. So then we can just, again, be edified and be born again and be raised by him and who raises us. And when I ask that, I, what comes up for you, Devon, when I ask who raises us? Spirit. You know, it's as you're saying that the first thing that's just going through my mind is this teacher, this guide, you know, and you, you think of like what a parent is like to guide and to teach you. But when you're raised by spirit, and through this, I'm going to just take this new creation aspect that we're talking about. You're this new birthing. And it's not something that we go through physically, but spiritually. But when you're raised up in spirit, you're guiding, you're taught, and you're comforted. So it's like a parent, but on such a different dimension totally. that we're not accustomed or used to as well. So it changes your entire world. You know, if you can just like, Stick with me here on that earlier example of that rebirth, you know, just you don't remember what that's like. But here is this teacher, this guide, this comfort that wants to bring you back into that space of what is known and new, but it's now come together. What was once forgotten has now become your memory mm-hmm. where you are now operating in a space like oh aha it's just a big aha moment like oh i know i'm supposed to do that now because i have gone through this whole immersion Mm -hmm. if you will of something totally different that just changes my entire perspective and that perspective is i loved how you said it earlier childlike not childish but childlike and when we have those childlike eyes our imagination is just so so wide open Mm -hmm. to just every and any possibility and what's so great about just like learning and watching from children is they don't know what they don't know is Mm -hmm. it until something is implanted that would cause a boundary or a barrier for them to either be protected or stagnant in an area that they will be like, oh, I can't do that because of X, Y, Z. But when you're being raised by spirit, everything goes off the table where you are directed exactly how and where you're supposed to be, where you're going, how you're supposed to do it as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, on that on verse six, what is born of the flesh, I'm reading from NRSV. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit, capital S, is spirit, lowercase s. So again, that 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 image of being raised and edified by capital S spirit, and what who is the capital S spirit? And it's the Holy Spirit. 
And that's when it becomes, you are born again in spirit. So you're going to have that parent-child-like relationship where you're being raised and edified and held by the spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit. You start walking as I know nothing, but I'm being guided by the one who does. And this beautifully... I just see this beautiful child and parent like structure where in Colossians, um, Colossians three, verse two to verse three to four, I think it talks about how we need to keep our attention in the heavens. We need to keep our attention on what's above and not what's of the earth. So again, that concept of being anchored in the spirit and not on the earth. And then afterwards, it says, because you are hidden with Christ in God. And you can, is that right, Don? I know you're looking at it right now. Yeah, so- yeah, yeah. So if I may, Colossians 3, I will read it out from KJV. Uh, it's verses 1 through 4 that Nicole was referring to. If ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then ye shall also appear with him in glory. Amen. Amen. So exactly, again, that that parent and childlike relationship, I see it, you know. I'm a child. I'm a child of God. I am literally a baby in Christ. So I can only keep my eyes on what's above, uh, in the heavens, in Jesus, in the Holy Spirit, always really, because, you know, it's it's always going to be better than what we can see on earth. But the whole you are hidden with Christ. So again, through Christ, we're able to receive this new spirit. And with him, we are hidden in God. So the heavenly father, right? And then from there, whenever, you know, I I do believe that there's this, like an infant where God holds you and edifies you before he really throws you into the purpose that he wants for the kingdom. And when I hear that last, that last verse, when Christ is revealed, you will also be revealed with glory. And it's because we all will be so simulated to the spirit of God, because we are being led by our spirit, anchored in the spirit of God, that whenever we are ready, whenever God sees that we are ready, he will show us and throw us into the world to show Jesus and be glorified because of Jesus. And, you know, that that really is the whole new re- rebirth process and you know that's kind of where you and I are right now and also you know we we've we've come from a from a very spiritual space where the concept of dying and rebirth it has been you know a thing and it's because of cycles in the new age world everyone talks about a rebirth and after the when you're dying you're going through that dark night of the soul and like all these things but with Christ it's you're just reborn once and you when you go through seasons there's depth depth of not not death but like a deep sense of perhaps a valley a, a darkness but it's never death again it's never 
I feel like if we ever allow ourselves to get to that is because we lost sight of what's above. Because life is going to be life sometimes, but when we're anchored in the identity of Christ and children of God in a spirit that's being led by the spirit of God, that even through the darkest times, we're going to be risen with him. Amen. And, you know, and you know, we're human and there's going to be life is life. And that's why, that's why I understand why you have to love God first and you have to choose Jesus above all things. When you do this walk, it's not because he's wants to just has a big ego, but that's, it's because for our own good, because when we're identified in that spirit and we're, we're identified in him, then whenever our world shakens, our identity will never be shaken. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's just the, we spoke on this on another episode of God seeking you, right? And because he wants this relationship, then think of any healthy relationship. There is that seeking after your partner aspect that doesn't go or die away. It's not just part of this honeymoon phase. It's, that's just a relationship. To know this other person even more and more and more just built upon such a healthy foundation that there's something to always uncover. So knowing that God, you know, our creator is seeking this intimate relationship with us. We on the other side of things will seek that with him as well. It's a mutually beneficial relationship that has no ups or downs. It is just a consistent, amazing, beautiful gift. And it brings me to Ezekiel 36, 26. And this is just the beauty of what God is giving us in terms of this new spirit. He says, a new heart also will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I'll give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. So like what you were saying, Nicole, like this parent child structure of edification, because every good parent isn't just preparing this child to be a child. They're preparing them to mature and to grow, to be sent out into the world, to be the very best person, to be even better and greater than I am. As a parent, that's your hope, that's your desire, that whatever I have, whatever struggles and such that I went through, you're not going to face any of those because I've done what I can to prepare you so that you go and do even better. What's so amazing about that is knowing that God, our Heavenly Father, has never struggled, has never failed, and cannot fail. Mm -hmm. It sets you up for just the greatest things in the the beauty of just life being life, you know, those are just beautiful experiences that we have to gain even deeper wisdom. Mm-hmm. What's wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insight, good judgment. That is all a medley of what wisdom is. And that's what God wants to pour into you mm-hmm. so that you grow and develop even more as this new creation, as this spirit. So that again, you're glorifying Jesus and what your walk is and your purpose, whatever that is, because you have a purpose in every sense of that word. Mm-hmm. Every sense you, you are now walking with such reinforcements that you can't even see, which is insane. 
but you are backed by the biggest backer of them all. The ones who are literally keeping this giant floating rock in space up. <laughs> what do you got to do for that? You're not sitting there every five minutes doing like ground push-ups or something like, oh, we got to keep the, we got to keep the earth. No, it's fine. It's just hmm. spinning on its axis perfectly doing its thing. Um, and there is just a charge in your life where you have been given a new heart, where that old heart has been replaced. And it comes from that you seeking God. So it is a, for anyone that, you know, if I'm speaking to that new believer, if I'm speaking to that mature believer right now, I'm speaking to someone who's just curious. And it's like, what, what now, you know, cause I've had those moments where my hands are kind of up and like, what do I do now? You seek, seek and you will find. And what you're going to find is God who is waiting to greet you and is so ecstatic and excited that you are taking this space, time, and energy to seek him. And what happens from that, where that spirit aspect, where he starts to pour into you, where the instructions from Holy Spirit comes through to guide and lead you exactly where you need to be. Mm-hmm. That's such a beautiful aspect to me on us seeking God after he seeks us because he's always going to seek us. Amen. Amen. For sure. And, you know, part that's part of the transformation when we have the, the instructor, the, the teacher, the edifier, the Holy Spirit that comes in and starts guiding us toward the way that we were always meant to go. And sometimes it takes your part and that's the seeking part, right? So keeping your eyes up and above. What does that mean? Keeping your eyes on the higher road, keeping your eyes on what you know is going to be for your highest good. And you know, you know, there might be temptations and there might be influences coming in. It's like, yeah, but maybe you can be like, that's when you get to really edit. You get to participate with the Holy Spirit and be obedient. And then you start seeing that the more obedience you have to these instructions that are whispers, they're not from anxiety. They're very calm and subtle and frank. You know, the, it, it could come in voice in, in, in a voice. I, I'm not going to say how it's supposed to be because I, I, I do believe that we all have our own different experience with God because we're all uniquely made. But you know when it's going to be the Holy Spirit. It is different than any other spirit. It is different than anything. And the reason I say different than any other spirit is because of my past life before Christ. And going into the teacher aspect, the... The best teachers are those who bring out the best in their students, what was already there. And that's literally what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit brings the instructions so then you can match the instructions that are already written deep within your hearts. And then you together can put that into action and then that eventually be manifested into exactly what God has brought you here to be. In the word of purpose, you know, purpose is really just having that relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's gonna, you know, there's gonna be this deep purpose you can, and you can you can be one that impacts the whole world or you can be the one that impacts three souls. But not, it doesn't matter as long as you're keeping that connection. The purpose for me is just always being obedient and open and keeping the eyes fixed on what's above so that we're always just walking with purpose, a.k.a. walking with Christ. 
God is intentful. He's purposeful in whatever he has for us, you know, that seeking things that are above aspect, you know, like there's, there's a scripture that's, you know, you now have a spirit that is of God and not a spirit that is of the world. Mm-hmm. And that's that clear distinction of just letting you know and reminding you that what you once were is gone. And that is just okay because it's not who you were, it's who you are becoming. And when you're becoming something in Christ, this new and beautiful creation, you are in purpose, you are exact, you're an intentional, you're influential, you're impactful. Nicole's talking about all these souls and people that you meet and greet and have the opportunity to just share a bit about yourself with. You know, I, I've said before, your confidence soars, you know, yeah. you, you begin to have a smile that will melt people's hearts, not because you're just so handsome and beautiful, because I know all of our listeners are, yes. but because you're seeing a spirit behind that smile. There's something that is not only speaking to that person's eyes, to their heart, to their mind, but to their spirit that just melts them to the core. And it mm. makes someone want to have what you have. And what do you have? The greatest gift that was already given to you, that you as well in turn get to share with another. And that is the beauty of this newness. So again, to the new believer, to the seasoned veteran, or to the curious seeker, keep your eyes above and know that you have such a beautiful light within you that is waiting to be glorified and shine. Not only to the person that you see in the mirror, but to the people that you see out and about, mm-hmm. whomever that may be, whatever those interactions may be. Yeah. You are so, so amazing. Amen. Amen. When you were saying that it, when people look at you, you just feel like home. And it's because their spirit know, their spirit knows that you're anchored with home. The remembrance. Yeah. And um, it's so beautiful. It's it's really, really so beautiful. And here's the thing. God is very respectful. And he's not going to come in and edify a part that we have not allowed him in our lives in. And I do believe that, yes, we give our life yeah. to Christ, but he's still very respectful. And he's still going to see if you allow him to edify you in certain areas of your life that you're still probably grappling with your hands to have more control of. And that's the beauty, you know, God has good boundaries and he, he's like, okay, you don't want me to go in there. Then that's, that's fine. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do it alone. You can just ask for help in any any area of your life that you're struggling in, he wants to ask, he wants you to ask for help. He wants you to ask the Holy Spirit to come in and give you the strength, courage, and velocity that you need right at that moment. But you gotta seek and ask. Yeah. Well, we love you all. We're so grateful to have been able to share more about the edification of the Spirit and what it means to be born of the Spirit in this beautiful process of walking with Christ. If you all have any questions, insights, comments, reach out to us, Instagram or our email. It'll be in the 
in the podcast notes. And we hope that you have a blessed week and God bless. It's a beautiful day for a beautiful day. God bless. We love you.